0: All right, everyone. Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. Sorry, I'm getting used to hearing my own voice. Yeah, it's
1: rough. Imagine how I feel. (laughs) Got him.
0: So we're going to be doing a special episode real quick. We're going to be talking about Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: Yes, but the important person to talk about here is Jason is not with us today.
0: Yeah, he hasn't seen the movie yet. He's waiting for the Disney Plus release.
1: Yes, so... We'll have another special episode when he sees it again of just him talking for a total of one minute about it. What
0: do you think that looks like? He's like, eh. Yeah, not mm-hmm. bad. Okay. So it was really fun. It was, uh... Oh, yeah, and yep.
1: Right off the bats. out of how many rings would you give Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings?
0: I'll give it an eight out of ten. Eight out of eight, ten? Eight rings out of ten rings. Yeah. Okay, nice. How many rings would you
1: give? i give it nine and a half nine and a half that much i absolutely loved it
0: should we do full-on spoilers i mean it's two weeks out now um
1: we could do yeah we could do full-on spoilers in a quick second um as far as spoilers for the whole mcu it doesn't really affect anything that seems like i mean it's foreshadows a few things i but for the most part this is a standalone movie that doesn't need that doesn't get affected by really knowing what happens.
0: Exactly, but it still yeah. feels connected yes. and all that stuff.
1: So, spoilers coming up. We highly recommend it if you want to go see it. Cut out now. Well, pause or take the volume, put it all the way to zero, play the rest of this episode, then li- just give us the listens, please.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, so let's get right into it. We both enjoy this movie. We both saw this movie together mm-hmm. in theaters. Do so, you think...
1: We saw it. We each saw it individually. I saw it again literally 20 minutes ago.
0: Did you see it in IMAX or regular?
1: I saw it in IMAX the first time, and then I saw it in regular this time.
0: Oh, yeah. We didn't see it together. Never mind.
1: No, I was in the New York.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, what was it like compared in IMAX compared to regular?
1: Uh, it was much more like boom. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's just IMAX in general. But also, the last movie I saw in theaters was Black Widow. Oh, really? So, both of these two movies, like... In it, comparison. Yeah, in comparison to not being in a movie theater for, like, a year and a half, two years. It's Sh- like, oh, we're back, baby.
0: Shang-Chi's also, like, beautifully colorful. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, it has such a beautiful design and everything's going on. Yes. So...
1: It really takes from its roots of being, like, uh, influenced by the Chinese... Uh, not Hollywood, Chinese... Well, I movies. don't
0: even—I don't even think it's just Chinese. It's a lot of different. There's, like there's a, a lot of influence from that because yeah, like,
1: of him being. We're kind of. Chunchy.
0: Yeah, I'll bring this up back again later yeah, about yeah. the influences. I want to get to because you talked about how this movie doesn't feel like it's connected. It feels like it's far enough away.
1: Well, no, no it, it's it doesn't. You could see this movie by itself and mm. thoroughly enjoy it.
0: Well, what I wanted to ask is when I saw it. And because this movie largely takes place in Asia, mm-hmm. unspecified location, did they say?
1: No, Mo- no not Monaco. Mo- no, not Moscow.
0: I feel like... They were in t-
1: some part, and then they were in an area like, that yeah, goes to different dimensions.
0: Well, what I just want to say is like because it feels like it's on the other side of the world, it, mm-hmm. it felt like it made the MCU bigger. Because mm. like you feel like you like the Avengers deal with all these. Yeah, because going events. to
1: space and Guardians of the Galaxy makes it feel really, really small. John, doesn't it?
0: Well, I just meant like.
1: No, no, it, it just makes it like it, it's the pit bull of the movies. It turns into yeah, worldwide. Mr.
0: Worldwide. Dale. It feels like this area hadn't been explored, and now we're exploring it a little bit. Yeah, and kind of getting introduced to it. So like it's we really dabbled
1: cool. in Norse mythology. Now we're getting into like Chinese, Chinese. mythology. Yeah, yeah mythology. Yeah. the culture and all that. Spoilers. Uh, dragons are now in the MCU. Yeah, I thought How cool is so that? So
0: cool, right?
1: Like, was is, there any dragons before this? Like I don't think so, not yeah. in the MCU.
0: There was that one fire dragon in Thor the Oh no, the yeah. Dragon. Yeah. But that wasn't like a real Wasn't it like dragon. a bone dragon?
1: Or no, what am I thinking of? It was like think. a space dragon. Space dragon, yeah. yeah. It was a
0: space dragon. But, but yeah. this was like a real mythical magical dragon which mm-hmm. was really interesting.
1: Yeah. And it was, it's got like, it's like the serpent type of dragon. Yeah. It was a water dragon, right? Yeah. More specifically. Yeah. Which it was, was really
0: cool. And it was a uh, really beautiful, the way it moved to like a Chinese. And dragon. it wasn't just
1: like the, the dark version of like a dragon. That's just like monocolored throughout. No, it had white, red scales, which yeah. were reflected in all the other stuff. So from the start, how, how do you, how, how let's go beat by beat kind of throughout the movie.
0: Uh, Sh- the actor Shang Chi, what's his name? Do you know?
1: Simu Liu, Liu. Sorry, Fantac- if, sorry if we mess mess up all these names.
0: Fantastic, right? Uh, great actor. I love that he's part of the MCU. Love that he's going to be part of the Avengers. Way funnier than I thought he'd be. Like I thought he'd be this very serious yeah. kung fu master, but he's kind of enjoying his life. He's stepping yeah. away from his father. In yeah, was-
1: and. One of my favorite, Aquafina, Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Just because I, from a couple of quips of scene of her and like other stuff, I'm like, ah, I don't know if it'll, if it's her type of comedies for me. But it's like that funny awkwardness that kind of just hits in like a certain way. And I'm like, yes, yeah. you are hilarious. She was
0: really good. Do you uh, want me to explain the movie real quick? For yeah, our- yeah.
1: G- give us a quick rundown of the idea of the movie.
0: Real quick, the idea of the movie is that, with the, he goes by multiple names, but Shang Chi's father, he in the comic books, he's the Mandarin. Kind they, of. They make fun of it, though.
1: Kind of. He's a he's a combination of the Mandarin and also someone else. Right? I think it's Fu Manchu. Uh, no,
0: is it? it it's Maybe. it's
1: a combination of a couple of different people. So, but it it works well in this. We'll,
0: we'll touch on this because he yeah. does kind of point out the marvel comics like yeah. stereotypes mm-hmm. and how they kind of made fun of that or yes. like they they were like this is ridiculous and now we're moving forward with correct asian representation in marvel mm-hmm. but um yeah he gets 10 rings from an unknown source yep and it makes him the immortal and one of the most powerful beings on the planet mm-hmm. and he conquers what all of asia
1: he I- he He basically is around and has such influence for so long that he conquers everything. Manages to conquer, like, is an underground conqueror, basically, towards in nine, all the way to ninety six. Yeah, yeah.
0: Meets Shang Chi's mother. Yes, who falls in love. I think her name is just Lee. She was looking. He was looking for a mystical city. Yes, he's conquered
1: everything in the world, so he needs to go to a. He needs to go into the. A different dimension to find more power yeah because that's all he is he's a conqueror at the time
0: falls in love gives up his power because mm-hmm. he gives up his power spoiler alert, the mother dies to gang war because of his past yep and you know then, that old chestnut and then shang chi and is trained to be a killer to go after these gang attacks mm-hmm. right Shang-Chi chooses after he completes his mission because he does end up killing the guy. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, stays in America instead of returning to his dad.
1: Yeah. Uh, to, to interject into the storyline so far. Yeah. Um, or should I bring this up later? No, we're going to interject. So he, he claims partway through the movie that he did not complete his mission of killing the man who was responsible for his mother's death. Mm. Then towards the end of the movie it's revealed to Aquafina, whose name is Katie so if we go back and forth it's the same person. That he actually did go through and kill that person. I, I wasn't surprised. Like, mm. there's many points in the movies where he's either knocking people off of buildings, mm. which they're dying, throwing people under buses, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> and, like, he, like, he, some of his moves, like, you could tell he's going with, an, like, if he's holding a knife and he's going with a full swing down towards a guy's face, that's intent to kill. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he was a trained assassin. Like, yeah, you killed one guy. Yeah. You killed a lot more in this movie.
0: Um, but yeah, where was I at now?
1: uh, was sent when he was 14. And then but he. But now,
0: now he's in America. Yeah,
1: he ran away after he completed his mission, lived in San Francisco for a while. Yeah,
0: kind of found himself. Met
1: his friend, went through like high school. And then, long story short, he ends up having to go find his sister because this pendant was taken. Then they go. And basically, what happened was because of the.
0: Very Rush Hour Two movie reference in there. When oh, they are uh, really? Yeah. I didn't even when catch that. in the um when they're on the building because mm-hmm. his sister owns a fight club, they're fighting on bamboo like structures, right? Yeah. That's from Rush Hour Two. Or it's I don't know if it's an homage or if it's just kind of like
1: I did see one move when he was hold when he was using uh, like a staff. Mm-hmm. There was a very Jackie Chan esque type of well, fight. Well, also move.
0: when he's fighting on the bus. Yeah. And he uses his jacket as a weapon. Yeah. That's very Jackie Chan. So it was great to see those kind of references mm-hmm. to Jackie Chan. Because
1: of the guy who worked with Jackie Chan who passed away. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the fight coordinators on it.
0: But yeah, that bamboo scene when um, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Awkwafina's, her character. Yeah. It's just... kind of That's from Rush Hour 2 when both Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are held on. Uh, and he's yeah, like, yeah. The bam- don't worry, bamboo is very strong. And then <laughs> uh, But yeah, that okay. was really cool to see yeah continue i apologize now I. Understand.
1: uh no uh so he has a sister so after everything happened he ran away from home the sister eventually ran away she started something in macau macau that's where it was yeah uh she started an underground fight a l- ring with ronnie ronnie chen ronnie chang i think so he's from the tonight show hilarious comedian oh is he really yeah he's the one that had the mohawk yeah. Yeah, so he did all that. They end up going to there. They have to find the sister, make sure she's okay. Turns out it was all ploy by the dad. So uh, bad dad comes on in with ten rings, and he's like, hey, we got to go get your mom. She's trapped where her old dimension place was.
0: Yeah, the myth- mythical city. Of Taolo. Uh, they they end up going to the mythical city. Yeah,
1: they, they fu- it, it turns out to be a giant kaiju-type evil monster that sucks yeah. souls out, and they're... Trying to stop the father from doing it, and then there's a big battle at the end with dragons versus big bat things. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Kingsley's in it.
0: That's basically—yeah, it was pretty surprising. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Trevor is back, the old Mandarin.
0: But that's basically the movie. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. I do feel like those shadow creatures were, like, a weird choice. Like, I felt like they needed something for the dragon to fight.
1: Yeah. It—I feel like it—they might reference back to something else. It but it is very poetic that at the end of the movie, uh, the big bad soul sucker steals the soul out of Wen who who is the main bad guy. Mm. Because at that point, he was trying to release his wife, which I am 100% for Wen Wu is probably the best or one of the best villains in the MCU in terms of standalone movies. Uh,
0: I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Compelling the whole way. He was a conqueror for so long. Fell in love with a woman who can kick his ass terrifying a, right <laughs> like he menacing ca- like very calm all the time i i saw a video somewhere on youtube explaining the actor is tony late late uh i don't want to pronounce it. his name's tony uh, very good dramatic actor like does a lot with his eyes mm. he played um Ip man in the movie the grandmaster which i was thinking 2013 oh really basically the guy who trained bruce lee cool. his his uh master um so, very good martial artist. Very good dramatic actor. So it was perfect to have him as, like, a focal point the entire time. But as Wen mm-hmm. Wu goes through the his own story arc of being a conqueror, finding somebody he loves, literally brings up the fact that the Ten Rings make you immortal, but he put the rings down because he wanted to grow old with somebody. Mm-hmm. And his past comes to haunt him, kills. So now he's on a rampage now to get her back. Mm-hmm. And it's just so easy to follow. He's... He has one thing in mind. He truly loves her all the way to the very end. Sympathetic villain. Very sympathetic. Yeah. And like, but you could tell because of what he was before, it, it made what he does after make sense. Mm-mm. And it's very, it makes a lot of sense that the end, something that sucks your soul out, your very being was taken out of him from the last chance he tried to get his wife back.
0: Oh. Yeah. How deep is that? Wow, and what that is, is he, pretty deep. And what does he
1: do with his dying moment? He relinquishes the rings, which was the power that kept him around for thousands of years, to the son, yeah. who is his offspring with the woman he loved.
0: Yeah, which he uses to defeat the soul yeah. sucker thing. He yeah. seems super powerful, in the, which I think is cool, because mm-hmm. Shang-Chi is most likely going to be part of the Avengers. Yes. Right? And I know in the comic books, he's just a martial arts Yeah, guy. he's
1: just the best fighter.
0: But I think you do need something to make him mm-hmm. comparable to the other hero. Yeah, you've kind of, already
1: power graded everyone else so high that, like, you need to have somebody who's more than just a which fighter. I th-
0: which I think is a really cool way to do it, if I'm being honest mm-hmm. with you. I hope they they don't, like, throw him off into the ocean yeah. or whatever. I hope he, you know.
1: Yeah. But can we talk about the rings for, as a weapon in general? Sure. Were you worried? My worry before the movie came out was that they were just going to be, like, another, like, infinity gauntlet or, like, something that's just, like does this one thing or does everything. Mm. But I love the fact that the way the rings work are kind of, they're exactly, they do like one or two things. They can produce power or, and like extend and like attack and block. Well, so they, they are able to stand your arm, give you superpowers, do all this. And they are able to use them in creative ways. But it goes perfect with somebody who's a martial artist because it doesn't. Imp- it's not like you're acting as this is your weapon that you need to use. It is an extension of yourself. You go for a punch, it's going with you. It, mm. It's it's following your motions.
0: Did you see where the reference for those came? No. So, like, in the comic books, the ten rings are rings, and then these Mm -hmm. are more wristbands. Yeah. In, uh, I forget which martial arts style it is, I think it's the one... Oh, in Kung Fu
1: Hustle, there's a, it's probably a reference to that. Yeah. There's rings that you train with, and, like, they're, like, weight resistance. Yeah. But you... In the movie Kung Fu Hustle, you can actually use them as like a defensive thing, and then you can use it to give yourself more. That's what more the reference oomph. is to. Yeah,
0: so it's really cool to see that. Um, I love the change of color; mm-hmm. it goes from this purple with the father because I guess he's not worthy of them, technically. Yeah, and then Shang Chi gets them, and they turn to a gold. Yeah, and
1: which on I- rewatching it again, I didn't realize when the when uh, Wu and uh, Lee, the mom, were fighting initially. She caught them and then was like holding them into like the kamehameha blast, mm. and they turned gold. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I thought they were just always there until, Shang Chi got it. That's but, interesting. But it shows the the like yin and the yang, like pure of heart, kind of thing. Yeah, just
0: it's, which really beautiful. Yeah. Um. So, well, I guess is that basically the movie. That's it's basically
1: the movie. Um. I have typical Marvel beats. Yeah. Uh, I do feel the action is top tier in this one.
0: Best fighter in the MCU now is Shang Chi. Just, just pure, best, best pure fighter. Pure like, fighter. Yeah, because yeah. he
1: went after his dad without the rings. Yeah, and was he keeping was up with his own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we've already t- established a universe where there's super powered beings. So what? I, I'm not gonna like blink an eye at a guy who's fighting somebody with magical rings. No, yeah, yeah. So like, I I think it's great i i think he's the best hand and fighter without a doubt um now that he has the rings he's top tier like
0: yeah i i would um i mean he's not I like thor be, but i like, wouldn't be mad if he ends up being the leader of the avengers at some point yeah he seems very level-headed and but
1: he's kind of a goofball i could see him being the new like iron
0: man kind of thing or kind of See, I don't I don't really know who the leader is gonna be. I don't yeah. know if it's Sam Wilson. Yeah, we'd of... have
1: to see who like develops as the new like like the new heads.
0: I'm excited for it. Yeah. Which uh
1: And he could he could be his own person.
0: Yeah. He's Which... the guy that
1: gets shit done what it needs to get done and then go to karaoke after.
0: I just thought he was cool and I would love like I think they're testing the waters, like they're gonna figure out who the leader of the Avengers is in the next yeah. couple of movies. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Shang-Chi. I'm not saying it's going to be like you said he's yeah. more goofy.
1: Well, I don't think it's going to be any of the Eternals, because they seem like they have their own business and thing. I don't
0: know. It could be Icarus.
1: I I think it it, it might be, like, Doctor Strange, but we got to see what happens in Spider-Man. Yeah. Because he seems like the most adult.
0: So, let's get into the post credit scene, right? The oh, yeah. The thing yes. that connected it. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, Wong shows up at a bar because Shang-Chi... And Aquafina's character are talking about their adventures to their friends, and their friends don't believe them. And Wong shows up, takes them Mm -hmm. away, and says that we felt the disturbance of the rings. And they're talking to Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel. And basically, it's sending out a signal to somebody. Who Mm -hmm. do you think that somebody is? I got a few things. I want to talk about this post credit scene a little bit, because I feel like this Um, was the most...
1: Who's the next big? Who's the next big bad?
0: So... In the comic books, I think the rings are technically part of Thing Fang Foom, which is, like, a space dragon. Okay. He's, like, a big green dragon connected to, yeah. like, Iron Man, and he's, like, a Avengers thing. Okay. Whether or not that's the who it's calling out to, I don't know.
1: Um, I mean, you can make it anything, because, theoretically, like, if they used to be rings... And now they're like bracelets. Mm. Could be on a huge person. Yeah, a huge person. Some people – And they the change c- sizes and it some, doesn't – yeah.
0: Some people said the Celestials because they're yeah. the next uh, person coming into the Eternals or whatever. Yeah, it
1: could be Galactus. Yeah, could, I
0: think I think they might leave it in the air.
1: Yeah. It and could. just
0: kind of let figure out – like if people really gravitate to Fing Fang Foom, like a giant mm. dragon, like, okay, people want to see more dragons.
1: Yeah, I or mean, I'm like, down for a dragon, but also at the same time, like, there's a dragon in this, and I like them when they're good. But also a bad dragon would be cool.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe more just more dragons. You have good dragon and bad dragon. Yeah. Also, um, in this trailer we see, or in this post-credit scene, we see that um, not only is Captain Marvel there, but regular Bruce Banner, no longer the Hulk, Professor Hulk version. Mm -hmm. Did you find that surprising?
1: Um, a little bit because this is he had his 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 uh little. Not splint. What is that? Yeah. What the hell is that called? His arm is secured so he can't sling.
0: I think it might be a reaction to people not really enjoying Professor Hulk as much as they thought they would.
1: I think it's more budget.
0: You think so? Yeah.
1: You know how much money it has to be to CGI? Oh, yeah. He's
0: showing up in uh, Mm She-Hulk, the new Disney Plus series. Yeah. So I'm sure you're right. It's it's probably.
1: probably a lot easier to make him transform back and forth.
0: I also... Someone asked me on Twitter, I think, a long time ago, who would I want to see as an Avenger, as a bad guy, because most likely Scarlet Witch will be a bad guy. Yeah. And I said, I think his name is Mastero, right? The Mysterio? Evil, no, the evil version of Hulk.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I would like to see a, like a version of World War Hulk or like an angry version of Hulk. So maybe Hulk comes back to like really, really strong, and he hates the mm-hmm. Avengers, and he hates what Bruce Banner has turned him into, and he hated that he was Professor Hulk. Yeah. And he could be really powerful, or something like that. Could be interesting.
1: Yeah, because they made him at least smart enough now, with him doing Professor Hulk, where, and even during Ragnarok, where he was a a smart being. So he could be, if they were able to separate the two, maybe there's a way. Maybe the MCU like multiverse thing is going to cause this. Maybe something else. Maybe who knows.
0: Very yeah, it could definitely happen. Yeah, I agree with you. And then the second thing I noticed. I thought this was very subtle, and I'm surprised not as many people are picking up on this. But mm-hmm. I feel like I did. Captain Marvel felt like they leaned into Brie Larson's personality a little bit more. She's less standoffish and more kind of like
1: casual, like casual, like yeah. oh, You can
0: get my number from Bruce Banner. I got to run, like yeah, very more, much more likable. Because I think they don't know how to handle the character and all the backlash after Captain Marvel. They're like we she was make- a little stiff, yeah. But
1: the problem was I. It would make more sense. We're also going off topic, but I want to bring it back to Shang-Chi after this. Oh, but no. So, with Captain Marvel, the problem was in the movie, they kept bringing up the fact that she was, like, letting her emotions take advantage of her or something. Hmm. And she was, like, not. She was so stiff during it. Yeah. Not to say it wasn't a bad performance or not, but, like, they should have made her more emotional. That's fair. And, like, more, like, hey, casual, fun. I think... Or well, not. Like, or just stick to it. Like... Do what you gotta do.
0: Just to compare it to Thor, you know, Thor was this very like grandizing, like "Oh, wow, you puny mortals, whatever." And then in Thor, Ragnarok, he's much more funny and mm-hmm. he's kind of making fun of himself. And yeah, he's still super strong, but he becomes much more likable. I think that's the same thing with Marvel; they kind of tweak their characters a lot as they go, and they go, "Oh, people aren't really." So I'm just I, I was pointing yeah. that out. I feel like I picked that up. I'm not sure too many people notice that.
1: So speaking of complaints with involving Captain Marvel, yeah. Do you remember that scene from Endgame? It, with um, all the women get together. And mm. it's like a big moment. It it was a little, like, forced. Mm. Because how would all of them get at the battlefield at the same time without anyone else being around? Mm. In this movie, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang? It's Shang. Shang. The women representation in this movie is ridiculously good. Yeah. Like, all of the women are badass. Mm. Or, or funny and cool in the sense of aquafina but like the sister uh ling i i don't I want to
0: i want to bring this up oh, for
1: oh, a oh oh go go for it what well do you
0: got? so you know Brits, she yeah. has one of i think it's i consider it my our best episode of hot ticks and beer breaks yes former
1: up. uh former guest on the on the Gosh, pod
0: yeah go back to listen to our asian american hate crime um i'm not sure what episode number it episode is episode something yeah She was incredible. So so Britt, I reached out to her because she was really excited Mm -hmm. about this movie. And she's really excited to see representation of herself. She loves Marvel, and she Mm -hmm. just wanted to see – and she loved the sister. Yeah, and she was a badass. She was really cool.
1: And it's not like they had to shoehorn shoehorn in that she was a badass. She just was. She yeah. existed as badass. And
0: she was kind of like pushed to the side because they have this mm-hmm. mentality that men have to be trained and the women just kind of put – but she trains on her own and mm-hmm. becomes a badass on her own. Yeah. So it was really exciting to see. And I reached out to Brit because I knew she was such a fan of this – movie coming out and this was the one she was looking forward to most and mm-hmm. i wanted to know like what it felt like to have a character that kind of represented you in the mcu yeah. and like I, I think a lot of people get on like representation and like oh why do you gotta force it, it shouldn't matter but like i i think as a white person like we have mm-hmm. captain america we have spider we have all the representation yeah we have all the representation And if you're a female you have scarlet witch you have black widow you yeah. have you know what i mean maybe not as much as the men but yeah we're starting to get there but this is really cool to see that so many people can be excited about this film. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this, they did it so well, talking about the Asian representation, the culture, yeah. just kind of representing everything and making mm-hmm. sure that it felt really natural. So I thought that was also cool to see. Yeah. The twist that the sister was actually going to end up probably being a bad guy in the yeah. second scene. I saw that coming.
1: Yeah, I mean, she already had an underground uh, yeah. <laughs> dark web fight ring. I yeah, up, why wouldn't you take that thing up?
0: It's weird what I'm, like, paying attention to now. Mm-hmm. I picked up on it because everyone's wearing red in the fight scene, but they hand her, like, a silver suit.
1: Which... Which I also saw as well, and it's because of the scales on the protector, the the dragon. Mm. But this, the dragon has white and red, so why aren't more people wearing the white scales?
0: I felt like it was obviously, like, she's aligned with you guys now, but she's the... She has her own agenda. She's the outsider. She's going to end up being a bad guy. Yeah. Like it, it, Which is I, fine. Yeah. Like, I thought it was really cool to see, so...
1: Yeah. it It is, uh... It is wild. I I did take down some notes watching it a second time. Oh, yeah. and Michelle Yeoh coming oh, in.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, the aunt.
1: Yeah, she uh, was really cool. Yingnan.
0: I love how like her style, it was like this air style, right?
1: Yeah, so that's remnant of um like a lot of wire work is done in some martial arts movies. Oh, really? Where it, it gives like a sense of like lightness and weightlessness mm-hmm. where you're able to like jump around like uh, I can't it's crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Maybe one. I'll, I'll find it in a second. But, As white men, we're doing yes. a great job. But it, it's 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 mystical almost the way your movements are so fluid and light, mm. and that's why like you can almost see like the air is moving around, and she's able to control it like that. It just adds to the effect of just dramatic awesomeness,
0: which. Before Shang-Chi got the Ten Rings, I thought that was really cool because he's learning that style as well. And it felt really powerful. Mm-hmm. So if he was to go up against someone else, he could probably pull that style out too without the rings. Yes. Which I thought was cool. I mean,
1: he did. He, he did it against his dad. Yeah. Plus yeah. the um, – it is funny – well, not funny, but like the, the contrast between the dad and the mom. She was able to defeat him. If you – I don't know the styles – that they were uh, influenced by. Mm. But when Chang-Chi was fighting his aunt, he was fighting with closed fists and she came at him with open hands. Yeah. It showed because she was able to just redirect it and then he's fighting with more aggression and force up front while she's doing more of a a counteracting everything that you're doing. Mm. That makes sense for somebody who's a warlord who was thousands of years fighting his way, just brute force through things. When you come up against somebody who's more skilled than you, who has the ability to direct your energy and just force, yeah. it's, it's and it's a good contrast to how they both are.
0: Totally agree. Mm. Where would you put it, because this is an intro movie, how-
1: in, in terms of intro movies, I would give this
0: well, the yeah. best one. I'd, I'd say Iron Man is better, but Iron Man kind of holds...
1: Yeah. Well, I would give this the best one, but it's my second favorite. I still give it to the first Captain America. First Captain America? Yeah.
0: See, I'd put it probably below Iron Man but above everything mm. else. Yeah. I think in
1: terms of your favorite or best. Uh
0: probably just best. Yeah. I'm not sure about favorite. I, it's so tough for me to pick a favorite. I love all these movies. Yeah. And this is such a different style of movie that I hope Mm -hmm. Marvel continues to do more, you know, whatever style they choose to do and just Mm -hmm. kind of enjoy the idea that different representation and different stories. Because I'm kind of tired of seeing the same. Like, I know this movie seems formulaic and the idea like, oh, we got a big bad guy and then we find out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it doesn't really matter because when you're kind of telling it in a different way, I think that's really important, if that makes sense.
1: Yes. Also, I was right. It was Crouching Tiger.
0: Okay. Is that what you were spending your whole time with? Yeah,
1: at? and your Wi Fi is bad. So, um, I'll fix it for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. In terms of like, it's hard to compete. That's why I like to divvy up like the ratings of these movies. Are, like, my favorite, which one I think is the best, which one is like the most entertaining, which one, because you can't compare like, one a solo movie to end game or oh, infinity it's not, war it's not even because fair. it would be like you have to include all the other ones before it yeah but like that's why so like iron man one was the first one yeah. so like it had nothing to build off of captain america the first avenger had nothing to build off of because technically chronologically it was before all of them mm. kind of this one it didn't really have any interaction besides wong
0: yeah, which was a really cool to see. I love Wong. Yeah. I love. I hope he shows up more. Yeah, like I, I really love that actor and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, and I
1: like the fact that the rings are almost mystical, so that they'll probably interact, and he'll probably see like Doctor Strange. He might pop up there. Yeah, it's it's endless.
0: It's cool to see so much representation and just like how much bigger the story is going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're right. You grew out to space, and it's like, oh, we want to see yeah. space stuff. But this movie makes you realize, like, oh, you can still grow and make stories that yeah. here, you know, that are really interesting and expand mm-hmm. the world. So yeah, I don't it. think you got Do you have any other final thoughts on Shang-Chi? Um,
1: well, for anyone who's, like, uh, who has an issue with the, like, representation, it like, wouldn't you just want more stories? Yeah. Like, if you had the same stories over and over and over, it's going to get stale. That's why, like, this kind of, like, second phase was kind of dull-ish because mm-hmm. it was kind of the just the same stories over and over and over. Yeah,
0: it's like oh we they just want to see superhero stuff whereas like we want to see like a western but superhero style. Oh, we want to see this kung fu movie but yeah. you know, superhero. And I think that's really cool. I uh, mean, yeah. like go like a mystery next or like
1: a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's yes. like take movies and turn them into other genres. It, you have the formulas, keep with it, keep the universe and have some fun with it.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm super. Now upset. we have
1: to go a little. We got to critique a little bit, of course. Okay. So I, I wrote down some notes during oh, the second you. going I'm of this sorry, movie. Sorry, I didn't realize. Um. So in the beginning of the movie, um, Katie and me, Sean at the time, but Shang. Sean Shang. yeah, you got it. Both of them are visiting. He shows up at Katie's house to have breakfast because they're going to work. Yes. And they um they're eating breakfast, and I have a hot take that. It doesn't matter what your race or background is, grandmas have no chill at all. No matter who you are, where you're from. If you're a grandma, you have no chill. She looked him dead in the eyes and said, When are you two getting married. And he's like, Oh, grandma, we're just friends. And then she just shoot him away, and said, Go, go, go.
0: <laughs> Which I kinda loved. I hope like they're not necessarily love interests.
1: Yeah. They're... They hinted at it, but like they also didn't force it.
0: Yeah, I felt like, like they're just really good friends. Yeah,
1: which is fine. Or they can go either way. Like I don't care. Yeah. Um, the bus scene, probably the best fight scene entire thing. It was in the trailer, but it is a lot longer in the actual movie. The the, oh, the chore the choreography throughout this entire movie just baffles me. Like I can't really talk about it too much because it's like you got to see it. But uh, the bus scene, it, at one point it it's like slowing down, and then it's right in front of the Garadelli's uh, factory. In uh, San Francisco. Oh really? Yeah, I've been there. Oh. So basically, I'm part of this movie.
0: Oh, I thought you were complaining.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's just there. I just saw it on a second viewing. I was like, hey, I've been there.
0: Okay. What else you got?
1: Um, I wrote. I have the women empowerment in this movie is low key off the charts. Cause like, there's badasses. Like even the mom. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then there's a point where um, this is kind of my critique. Like, where my only issue, Katie, at the end. So, she learns to shoot an arrow within, like, a day. And she's a huge component of taking down the big bat monster thing. Mm. I kind of had an issue with it because, like, she learned how to be, a, like, a good bowman within a day. That's fair. It would I There's either two ways I would say fix that. Either you make it, like, she's kind of a bad shot and play it up as kind of a joke. Mm. So... Maybe, like, oh, they she was aiming for, like, the head and it ended up hitting him in the bottom of the throat. Okay. It's like, oh, yeah, she did it by accident. That's a good fix. Or because they brought up the fact uh, when her her friend who's a quote-unquote grown-up because she has her life together, when they're at the bar at the beginning of the movie, she's like, you have, like, a something-something degree from Berkeley. I, maybe also chime and be like, you were a D1 athlete. who You were an All-American archer. Or, like, oh, you, like gonna... something to just show that, like, there. Because then, yeah, she could have been a really good archer. But you also bring in, like, the psychological f- fact of, like, your life is on the line. That's when you can, like, she can, like, oh, I got my shit together. And then take the shot. And then she's the hero there. Like, just something. Or, like, maybe you're, like, a sharpshooter or something. Like. Something just to add, like, she didn't learn it in one day.
0: Maybe. But I also think it's very, like, when she's sitting there learning to shoot an arrow, it's like, okay. She is having a good time. Yeah, or maybe, but, like, she
1: was a prodigy when she was younger. But
0: I'm just saying, like, obviously that's going to come into play. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, they always have these obscure things of, like, oh, she's obviously going to shoot an arrow. And,
1: yeah. But, like, I, it was just a little weird to me, like, that was the pivotal point.
0: I give it a pass because.
1: I, I mean, I give it a pass, but it's just, I'm just nitpicking at this point. No, that's fair. But there is something cool that, um, because she's talking about, this is going to hit you hard and also me. Uh, When she's walking to the range, she helped the woman carry the bows and arrows, Mm. and She's like complaining. It's like, yeah, it's crazy that you guys all like have your lives together. You got like that one single thing that you're really looking forward to, and like you just train your whole life. Like when I do something, I start getting relatively good, and then I quit because like, I'm like, well, what if I just don't want it? Like what if, what if what if I failed? something you, like that?
0: Do you think that's the hint that she like gets relatively good pretty easily and stuff?
1: Well, then this quote is said. the The woman says to Aquafina, "If you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing." And I'm like, Damn. ooh that is a good okay that is a good quote yeah so it it, that kind of kicked her into shape but like she had no training with that like if that is literally the only critique i have in the entire thing
0: okay that's fair uh do you have any other thoughts you want to
1: i i I, nine and a half out of ten rings
0: nine and a half that's fair uh it was a great movie beautiful movie that's okay you're welcome i picked we picked it up yeah (laughs) no very
1: good movie Uh, i can't wait to see more of this character
0: and yeah. the supporting cast. 1,000% agree. Yeah. It was it was great all the way around. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Definitely subscribe.
1: Watch check us out- on YouTube.
0: Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm making sure it comes out on YouTube, making sure we don't have any uh, distractions. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Like, share. Check us out on social medias. Right? Yep. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.